and it's going to be a try to the Rams on the right-hand side. It looks like Joe Tootsley in the corner. This time they won't stop him first time around. They're in the Rams. They pick and drive now. The Rams, they're very close. Yes, it's a try. There's the opener of the afternoon. He'll bring it around. The Rams are in front after 24 minutes. The rolling ball. Try. Try to the Rams. There's number five. There's full time. Camden get the win. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Wire Lane. Welcome to Running Rugby 2020. They say a week's a long time in football, but boy, has it never been truer than it has today. Seven days ago, we met the Harlequins at Harlequin Park. Today, instead of meeting the Shamrocks, we meet the Harlequins again. Mike Sheen, Gregor McKenzie and Maxie Wakeford with you. For the call as we get underway, we are go for Running Rugby. Campbelltown and Camden, round five of... The Illawarra District Rugby Premiership, as I say, good afternoon to my two commentators. To my left, the 200 gamers each. Gregor, Maxi, welcome. Looking forward to another derby as the Rams get underway. Thanks very much, Mike. It's fantastic to be here back at Wire Lane watching Camden versus Campbelltown, the return clash. Uh, a couple of changes from Camden today with uh, Brady Miller moving from hooker to number eight. And uh, Lockie Freem. Uh, moving from the front row back to hooker with uh, Jack Dolan coming back into the team. So hopefully with all the good words and uh, review of the game and listening to us last week, David Gleeson will get the team to move the ball wide and we'll be in for a, a good day of running rugby and hopefully the right result for Camden. Let's certainly hope so. Gregor McKenzie, hello and welcome. Well, I'm, I'm in some kind of weird time warp here, Mike. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it seems only a short while ago that we were calling this from a different venue, but uh, yeah... Look, echoing uh, Maxie's thoughts there is, uh, you know, what's going to be the result today? There's been a couple of changes. I don't think they'll suffer too much from that. What I'm interested in, because we're looking at, I don't know what the temperature is out there, but uh, I just walked in from the, the helipad and uh, it's warm, I'll tell you that. So that's not going to favour uh, the Quinnies big pack. Yeah, I can tell you it is 22 degrees on the MSR weather computer. A fine, sunny Saturday afternoon, a gorgeous afternoon if you're listening via MacArthur Sports Radio for those watching online through uh, multiple channels this afternoon, not only the Camden Rugby Facebook page, but also through Clutch TV, who are providing a live stream of the game. Uh, welcome to you wherever you are, and of course you can find us via the Camden Rugby Facebook page if you'd like to get in touch with us this afternoon. Harlequin's on the attack. That looks like a knock on there, and the referee, Mr. Harriman, has signalled accordingly. So as I was saying, uh, Maxie did mention spin it wide, which was something we were calling for all of last week. I think there's, there's three points that Camden really need to take heed of after last week's game. Number one is, of course, use that left-hand side quite a bit more. Number two, body height all round the field. Don't get up there in the wrestle. We saw uh, Harlequins effectively turn over the ball a number of times through uh, holding it up in a mall. And number three, for goodness sakes, don't wrestle up top with the big blokes in defence. You've got to hack them down low, particularly around the ruck. Now, I have just been advised a late word in the year, a late change to the Rams line-up at halfback with uh, Ben Black starting in the number nine, not uh, Shane Neasy, who I think might have moved to ten. No? Okay. No, Nick Crouch is still out there. It's great to see Ben Black, Black back in the uh, first-grade team, former New South Wales schools, all schools representative. 
and uh, very experienced player in senior rugby these days. And it sounds like we've got uh, another late change with Ethan Whittington on the left wing for the Rams, replacing Lafaelli. So a couple of late changes. Referee Harriman not sighted there on a, uh, a slight knock-on by the Camden team, but the, uh, the assistant referee picking it up very quickly. Okay, so an early scrum here. We've had three minutes full of good services. No score on the board, Queens and Rams. Sorry about the temperature, Gregor. It was a bad day for me to dust off the tweed jacket and uh, <laughs> 2003 uh, Camden Rugby tie. I thought I'd dress to the nines. Dress to the occasion. Dress for the occasion. I mean, I've come in uh, in broadcast uniform, as you can see. Yes, that's I, right. I, I've come dressed for the occasion, but uh, I, I can see you've donned the, the collar and tie. Looking very sharp today, Max, you might I add. Thank you very much, though. Well, I think the tweed jacket will go back in the cupboard. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think you should have pulled it out in the first place. Next time, go for the blazer, mate. Looks... Looks much better. Well, un unfortunately, I, I can't find my broadcast T-shirt. And it's oh about, about time, Mr. Lagood. Uh, uh, I think you need to speak to... Uh, but I, I have got this one on, on today. Can you can you read that? I can. Right. Poppy, the man, the myth, the legend. And just on that, uh, yesterday, number four grandchild born. Oh, so congratulations. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Little, uh, little fella by the name of Bo. Tegan's, Tegan's little boy. So uh, they're both doing well, and congratulations to that side of the family. Indeed, and we uh, echo those sentiments. Congratulations to everybody. Always great news as we see the Harlequins on the attack on halfway. They're running left to right in the opening 40 minutes. For those watching on Clutch TV, Campbelltown in the maroon, green, gold, and black. Camden in the traditional black and gold of the Rams. Camden... Just short of the, or well, Campbelltown, just inside the 10 metre line towards the southern end, the Razorback end of Wire Lane, Camden Rugby Park on a beautiful late winter's afternoon. I think I'm going to have to lose my uh, my blazer and uh, just go with the, the broadcast polo this afternoon. It's getting a little bit warm, as you said, Gregor. And uh, it's certainly dressing for the occasion. There's uh, Etu Lolahia, who was very good last week for the Harlequins. At the base of the ruck, finds Al Oluwaga. Alex Oluwaga up towards the 22 in centre field. Early chance for the Queens. They won it 31-17 last Saturday on home turf. Can they do the double in a fortnight on enemy territory? Of course, this the curtain raiser to our feature game this afternoon at 3pm. Shoot shield action between Norths and Western Sydney. And we've got a penalty going to the Rams. As we see a break down the eastern touchline, Michael Mitson, I think that was, going for a gallop. Referee ruling no advantage there. Yeah, I think he was. As we see the uh, penalty for, I think it was offside inside the 10 metres. Now the big question on my mind today is uh, if John, the number six for the Quinnies, how are those pins going to hold up in today's weather? We saw him going down with massive cramp last weekend. Yes, that's John Akawola Laula. Stopped play on the sideline there for about 45 minutes. <laughs> he did. They were thinking of bringing Careflight in to uh, get him out of there, but eventually they just dragged him off sort of reverse wheelbarrow style. <laughs> yes. Good run here from Camden. I think that might have been Josh Fee going for a run, but he's lost it in the tackle. And speaking of big John Akawala Laula, he's got the ball away to the right-hand side. They've got numbers. Nana Katoa kicks over the top. The former Jet now in the Harlequins' colours puts it over the top of the ball. Will it find touching goal? No, it'll be forced by Camden. 
So it'll be back to the 22 for the line for 22 dropouts. Camden player down in the uh, back play here. A little unsighted. Yes, Mainly just... because I'm blind. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that out loud, Gregor, but since you went there. I'm not sure who that is. I think that could be Pat Deer. But uh, it had on the team sheet Pat Deer was coming off the bench today. Maybe he started late. Yeah, so I think there's been a couple of late changes to the, uh, the team list this afternoon. Or could that be Greg Dunn with a haircut since last week? Yeah, quite possibly. He's named as uh, inside centre this afternoon. A uh, good chase by Evan D'Souza. I wonder, Gregor, if you're um, in John's position from Harlequins and you, you had all those uh, cramping issues last week, which was quite entertaining to watch, what would you be eating the night before oh. or the morning of the game? Mate, it's a lay-down Mazaire there. You'd have a salt sandwich. <laughs> Preferably kosher salt, the, uh, the big flakes. And I'd be running out there with a couple of ice packs strapped to my calves. <laughs> oh, I look forward to the second half. I really do. <laughs> and I'm sure the Camden fans won't give him any free advice if uh, if he does happen to suffer from any uh, soft t soft tissue injuries this oh, afternoon. I'm just waiting to watch it happen. <laughs> One thing we're strong at here, whether it's right or wrong, is free advice. <laughs> yes. By the bucket as we see the Rams uh, take possession and knock on from the Harlequins. There's Farron Assisi getting it out wide for Dunn on the outside. Can he beat his man? No. Good cover comes across from the Harlequins. Holds him up just short of the 10-metre line, but the referee's going to blow it up for the knock-on. So we'll have a scrum feed midway between the 22 and 10-metre line in centre field. Southern end of the ground. Solid advantage being played by referee Harrington. There's a couple of gains there of uh, 10 or 15 metres, and he's mm -hmm. brought it back. I don't mind that, actually. No, I don't mind it either. It'll be very interesting now. See how Jack Dolan goes in the front row here, returning this week. Yes. Uh, what, now, what do you make of the move? Freeman to hook and Dolan back on the uh, side of the scrum in the front row. Look, I'm comfortable if only if Lockie Freeman changed those fluoro boots from last <laughs> week. I'd be very uncomfortable. You, oh, you're no. not happy with those, are you? Looking closely, he's still wearing them. So I'd be much happy if he went the six stud pattern, <laughs> 18 mil variety. And, and uh, Brady Miller at number eight. Uh, it'll free Brady up to fetch. So I, I think actually think that's a good move. I, I, think, I think it's a very good move. Look at him straight away off the back of the scrum. He's wow. found some open spaces. Miller looking for support. Had a couple there. Couldn't quite get his arms free in time. Well, typically, your hooker's your fourth loose forward anyway, so I don't think there's, uh, there's going to be a lot missed there. No, I actually think that'll be a good move for the... Uh, the for the Rams today and it'll uh, certainly test the Harlequins especially that back row that were so dominant last week there's Crouch finding Farron Assisi gets the ball out the back high ball for Dunn did well to take it in fact I might have it the other way around ball back on the inside here's a chance for the Rams inside the half up towards the 22 ball on the deck play on the call from referee Harriman playing advantage intercepted by the Harlequins just as they started to build something here, the Rams. A stray pass means it goes astray. And turnover possession goes the way of the Campbelltown side. Now, for those watching on Clutch TV, I should point out it is not Shamrocks playing this afternoon. It is Camden and Campbelltown. Campbelltown are the team in the uh, checkered jersey. Camden in the black and gold for those watching this afternoon via Clutch TV. So we see that Etu, Etu uh, in fact, uh, Tapu Elu Elu 
Just short of half. Just Lines under the halfway signaling line. not releasing there, but I don't think that was There's the way the he intended it. There's the whistle. We've Here's a nod of the head. Players from the side, a strong run from the number eight for Harlequins Hector, and a big don't argue straight to Lockie Froom. So making his presence known. Another up high tackle attempt. Well, we've got a break here. I'll say hello to Mr. Michael Solomon, and he's uh, back in Abu Dhabi. Hello, Lovely. Abu Dhabi. Welcome aboard. Lovely 37 degrees over there. So uh, nearly as warm as here. Well, that's almost snow conditions in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> mate. That's true. We've got Chico State back on board. So hello to you fellas yes, over hello there. Yes, California, California. That's it. Peter White, he's here from Young. It's 14 degrees out there, so a little bit cooler. Yes. Although and when it gets up in uh, in the southwest, it can get a little on the warm side. So straight away, I mean, we've uh, we've got Abu Dhabi, the US, and Young, and Young, <laughs> which is which is almost another uh, nation in <laughs> yes. itself. Well, they uh, do they come under Central West or? I'm not sure because Harden Harden plays in that competition as well. Yes. Um, a, a friend of mine, Pat Drummond, he actually wrote a song called. Uh, Hang on, what was it again? Oh, <laughs> uh, young girls, hardened boys. Oh, right. Young girls, hardened boys. Yeah. I think uh, Harden are playing in the semi-finals of that Central West Comp today. Uh, speaking of the coach, my cousin's coaching Cootamundra, so good oh, luck to the, the tricolours. Cootamundra tricolours. Yes. Uh, best of luck, Mitchell. Yes. In that uh, Central West uh, competition. I think that's in their second comp. Yes, um, it is. I'm just yeah. trying to. Look that up. That's in the Oils Plus Southwest Cup. Uh, according to my list, they're playing down at Grenfell this afternoon. But uh, I'm sure your mail's a little bit better than uh, than mine. As the kick doesn't find touch from the Harlequins and Camden oh returning God. with plenty of interest. Back to whence it came. Ben Black put his body on the line. Well, the Rams just outside the 22. Back to the open side, there's Oluwaga. Low. Trying to wrestle his way through, but a, a wall of black and gold there to stop him. He picks and drives and goes again. A familiar Harlequin style of the pick and drive. That's a great steal there from um, Joshy Fee. Ball come back Whoa. to Campbelltown. And we'll play the double knock on first from the Rams. So you what, Gregor, a big day for Mr. Abu Dhabi today with his... Um, two former clubs. Oh, that's exactly. Now, the, we had a poll about this the other week, didn't we? Yes, yes, but, yeah. But, uh, obviously, we couldn't include uh, no. Michael Solomons in it because he never played for Harlequins. <laughs> he, he would rather. He would rather tie a big rock around his neck and jump off the Nepean Bridge than play for <laughs> Quiddies, that boy. So yeah, big day for him, though. He'll be, uh, he'll be there lapping it up in Abu Dhabi. Don't know whether he'll have an ice cold beer or more likely a wild turkey knowing Mr. Solomon. Oh, very good. Scrum's gone down according to referee Harriman just on the 22. Seeing a few handling errors creeping into the uh, Harlequin side mm. here. Well, they've, they've, uh, to my tally, I think they've already put four on the deck. Warm conditions, certainly spring-like weather here at, at uh, Wire Lane this afternoon. A beautiful afternoon for running rugby. Conditions couldn't be any better. Full of good services. We've had a dozen minutes. No score. Rams and Queens. Commentary via MacArthur Sports Radio this afternoon. I'm Mike Sheen, Max Wakeford and...
Gregor McKenzie with me for the call. We'll do both games this afternoon as we continue to see the Red and Blacks file into wire lane. Tapuelu Elu gets it back on the inside to Akawala Laula. Down the touchline he goes. They're going to drag him into touch. Good work there from the Camden forwards. Oh, a lovely piece of uh, tongue work by you there, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was fantastic. Not the first time I've heard that either. Oh, <laughs> It's yeah, the first time you've heard that from me, mate. <laughs> and the last as well. Are you going to Campbelltown Tennis Club tonight, Mike? <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny the rumours on the grounds I may incriminate myself. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yes. Cam to win the line out and a good clearing kick there, but uh, referee Harriman not happy with something. If he has called that not in straight, then this is right in the hands of the Harlequins here. They, uh, they pushed the last Camden scrum maybe... Uh, Maybe a good eight to ten metres. Camden will need to muscle up here and uh, and get their body height right. And we saw last week it really was a concern for the uh, the Campbelltown uh, the Camden pack to uh, try and combat that uh, that power coming from the the Harlequins eight. Yeah, they're a big side. They're well outweighed. Mm. Scrum on the five. Fifteen in. Looks like they're going to go the push. Out it comes. Parsi fires it wide. Good hit there up early on uh, Elijah Saar. So the ball about 10 metres out now. Back to the left. They switch. Not the right option. That was Lockie Freen up there front on making the tackle. And a good tackle at that. Now they come to the right hand side but it's gone to ground. And there'll be no, and we've got a penalty, no advantage, but a penalty. Four. He's got that as, as a deliberate knockdown. I'd, I'd uh, like to see the replay on that. Mm. Not sure what the viewers think of that. Uh, I, I didn't see that. Didn't he just drop it cold? I thought he did. From my position, I certainly thought he put it down cold. But uh, yes, maybe that's the. Um, I hate to say it, I do say it most weeks, but that's the. Uh, Coming from the mentor of Mr. Harriman, Mr. Whiteman, the obscure call. <laughs> so the line out, about 10 metres out. On the western side, the broadcast side of Camden Rugby Park. A gorgeous afternoon for football. They'll go number two here, I reckon. Still to throw to the line out. Goes high to the front. Wasn't a clean take, but they win it anyway. A short ball there. That was not the right option. It's gone forward. And we'll have a scrum feed for Camden. No deliberate knockdown there. No, certainly not. The crowd continuing to file in. And good to see such a healthy crowd here, Gregor. I've been here for a couple of hours. Uh, it's a gorgeous afternoon for football. And healthy crowds in attendance to enjoy the... Uh, well, we say country hospitality, but uh, we're not that far out. Don't of, you out of the go big there. <laughs> we're as country as it gets. <laughs> you're, in a, you're standing on the deck of a shearing shed, Mike. I know, I know that, Gregor. I know my history. I wouldn't be wearing this tweed jacket if it wasn't country. <laughs> Zachary, right. Now, can we get an update how the uh, lower grade games when the shoot shield? I know Camden won the second grade game again, 23 to 19 yes, against Campbelltown Harlequins. I know the first grade Colts was a big win to Norths. I think it was 57-27 to the Shoreman over the two Blues in yeah, the first grade Colts. Ran over the top of them in that mm. one in the end. Yeah, they did. They were very impressive that 
North's Colts side and a lot of size in that uh, that Colts outfit. They, some big units there in, in, in the back line and the forwards. Oh, they're massive. Massive nowadays. Mm. All the Sydney Colts sides are the same though. Certainly was a good standard of rugby to watch that uh, first grade Colts game. As we see the yep. throw to the line out, goes to the back this time. A little bit uh, deeper and straighter. The Harlequins now with possession. Not the best pass, but it'll find uh, Adam Steele, the hooker. Ball goes to ground. Yet again, we've got poor handling and another scrum from uh, from the Camden side with their feed. A little bit of coverage required from Caleb Laffey there. He just uh, took his eyes off the ball and was watching the man. Subsequently, straight to the dirt. Yes. Another knock on. The front row is working hard. We just had an update. Fourth grade game, a fourth grade shoot shield game. Uh, North Sydney won after the siren. So. Uh, yes. North's taking all the chocolates early. Is so far, it could be an ominous sign for the two blues. That one about an hour and a quarter away. North and Western Sydney in first grade, the shoot shield match. So this scrum just outside the 22, probably five metres outside the 22 on the Western side and about five metres in from touch. Ben Black appealing for a short arm free kick, but referee not obliging on this occasion. to reset this scrum for those new to the coverage this is the Illawarra Rugby Premiership first grade competition top grade of local competition across the uh, MacArthur and Southern uh, region through the Illawarra down to Nowra and to Shoalhaven uh, it's a big push from Campbelltown and they'll get a knock on and a scrum feed so well done to the Campbelltown eight forcing the error Yeah, it's Camden at the moment struggling to control the uh, the power to weight ratio uh, there from the Quinnies. Their body height is pretty good. They're just outweighed. Approaching 20 minutes gone in the first half, full of good services. No score on the board, Camden and Campbelltown. The second MacArthur derby of the season. The other matches in IDRU action this afternoon. Not in Shamrocks. No, certainly not Shamrocks. Dave Distus wouldn't come up here and play. I think we're going to speak to uh, El Presidente a little bit later on, Gregor, so you can you can probe him about that. Quite in your inimitable style. Very mm. disappointing that they're uh, you're getting that within the regions. Mm. The other matches today, Vikings and Avondale down at Coniston. Down in Nara, the Southern Derby, Shoalhaven and Kayama. And at Saunders Field, it's Tektars taking on Shamrocks. Those games all kicking off at 3.15 this afternoon. Harlequins on the outside. Putting the ball away, and that'll be the opening try of the afternoon to Campbelltown. They're in after 20 minutes, so it's five points to nil for the good services. Campbelltown leads Camden in the Derby. I think when you have that much ball, you're destined to score. 
Yeah, the no, really got to get the ball and all some territory here. Absolutely. Uh, Quinnies had been camped down in uh, in our half there, even close to our quarter for about uh, oh, a solid 10 minutes. Hard to defend that. So five points to Nilides in favour of the visitors. Was that Elijah Scythe kicking again? That was him last week, wasn't it? Uh, no, I think it might be Jesse Parsi. Jesse Parsi, he didn't miss many last week. No, he had a very good afternoon last Saturday with the boot. Uh, I might even be able to help you out with some uh, statistics from last week. And of course, our avid follower, Anthony Freddie Butchers, is, uh, is on board again. Once again, making comment about the size of the Quinnies, uh well, I was going to say pack, but generally it's the size of the team. Mm. He also sends a shout out to uh, Master Chef Ian Scott, who uh, apparently created a uh, an excellent meal for them last uh, last night. So conversion is successful from Ooh. out wide. Well done. They're three from three last week, uh, Maxi, and he's one from one today. So it's. 7-0 in favour of the Harlequins, full of good services. We've had 22 minutes in the first half. Here was Moa Ta'ane getting, getting over for the try in the corner. Restart now, Campbelltown with it. Steele offloads to... Uh, big tapu -elu -elu. Now the Harlequins to the outside. A little switch ball there. It was a nice one, but it goes to ground. There's a surprise. Another scrum. Mate, mm. that ball's got spiders on it for the Quinnies backs. It must have. In the form they've been showing in the recent weeks, it's a surprise to see them showing such poor handling. As we're seeing, neither forward pack look particularly fresh at the moment. And Quinny's uh, with seven, 17 minutes to go, starting to uh, stroll around. That's the advantage that hopefully we will have. Fitness will determine that towards the end of the game, but uh, these conditions are hard for any forward to play in. Even ones that were absolute superb athletes like... Uh, like the man to my right, Maxi. <laughs> well, uh, he used I to go out. You know, Mike. He used to go out and run a marathon in the morning just as a warm-up. I'd believe that. Yeah. yeah, I could believe that. No, no. To go with that, I was also the go-to man to drop to the deck when when everyone needed a breather as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a specialised skill in itself. Uh, that is one that I. Uh, it, it, I work quite hard on myself. I was going to say, I, I could see you being part of the, that. Uh, that brigade, Gregor? A game doesn't doesn't go on without a hooker, mate. No, certainly not. So the scrum on the 10-metre line, Campbelltown side of halfway. And again, the scrum goes down. Unfortunately, I think we'll see more of this as the uh, as the game goes on. Harriman, I think, 
Laying down final instructions here. He's not happy. What do you think he said there, Maxie? Oh, it'd be very interesting, Greg Gregor. That suggested something like you want another scrum. Yeah, yeah. Keep your noses out of the dirt, boys. Scrum fed and won by the Rams. Better scrum from Camden Crouch there too. to the outside. Farron Assisi finds his winger in the form of uh, Ethan Whittington, I think it is, on this flank. Black into scrum half. Low ball for the top knot. Uh, top knot, he's got it again. Charlie Payne. Always works hard. Windle at second receiver now. Crouch with a long ball to the outside. Nice hands there from Freehan. There's a chip over the top. Will the bounce sit up for the Camden side? No, it won't. But a crunching tackle there as Campbelltown try and bring it out of their own end. That looks like uh, a lost ball from Camden. Referee says we're going to have a penalty for... Stolen, uh, stolen from uh, Tim Wimble and um, Yeah, I think it's going to be offside. It is offside. I, harsh. He was definitely there, but I don't know if it was intentional. No, I, I guess if he's played it, I don't know. I, I thought with the theme of the day, he just would have packed another scrum. That's it. <laughs> That's it. He answered um, beautiful play by the Shamrocks. Mr. Lover Lover, Farron Assisi, chip and chase, and let the ball bounce the other way. Maybe maybe we would have been on the board. Yes, they, they did struggle with the, uh, the scoring last week, but they've certainly heeded your words of wisdom from the week that was, boys, uh, to give it a bit of air and spread it wide, and they have certainly done so today whenever possible. Yeah, as Max was saying a bit earlier, you know, just a little bit more ball and a bit more time spent down this end of the field. I think they've got to look to that short side as well, Gregor. They, yeah. um, we, all those lazy runners were out there last week and have another look for it. But really, we need some ball to do anything. Yeah. The Harlequins decide to kick from inside their own 22. Michael Midson back at fullback and he'll watch it over the chalk on this western side of the ground. You can't grab a bloke. Like that. Well, let's just see what. Yeah. Uh, they've got a penalty here. Yeah. Can't do that. Now, am I right in saying, according to my sheet, that's the first penalty of the afternoon for the Rams? It is only 7 0 full of good services, 13 to the break. Kick finds touch just over halfway. Well, this. I haven't seen Lockie Fruin throw yet. Uh, we might have had a line out down the other end, but I didn't notice it. So we'll have to have a good look here right in front of us. Yeah, boys, take note. Well, we had one called not straight, and referee Harriman's going to pin him again. And it, uh, Camden protesting it was only fractions. Oh, I think it's tough. Ringo rules here. Let's let it play. Yep. That was, uh, you know, you'd see that, you'd see that go in... Uh, you know, in through for rugby all the time. Well, that's right. We don't want to pull it up at this level. I don't think Australian rugby has hookers that throw straight very often, Gregor, do they? <laughs> no. It seems to be a lost art. Do we need to bring back the one arm? <laughs> Gregor, were you a one arm thrower? I was definitely just one arm. Maybe there's something to be said there. Stick there the left hand paw around the ball and hoi it in. Let's watch this scrum on halfway. Always uh, just too much like a soccer throw-in for mine, using two hands. Tried it, tried it once, and, you know, no. Didn't work for you. No, it wasn't just 
that it didn't work. It just looks stupid. <laughs> and you wouldn't do anything that, that was to the contrary, would you? No way. I wanted to look flash out there, mate. That was my main go. <laughs> Looking good. As, as you do today. Thank you, Mike. Big roost there. That's a good kick downfield taken by Elijah Saar. We'll see the number about 12 the kick. wind up. He thought about the kick there, Elijah, but decided against it. Probably the right option. Forwards piling over him now. If I had Elijah's physical ability, I probably wouldn't kick it either. <laughs> <laughs> Tapu Elu Elu with it. That's the halfway line in front of them. Sloppy ball there for Tony Campbell. Here the Camden players barking orders. The kick downfield, not the deepest kick from Caleb Laffey, taken by Midson, who returns with interest. Yeah, that was a good option. And some. That is a big kick from the number 15. The home fans appreciate that one here at Wyalane. He's a very good footballer. Um, he certainly held us in the game last week, and um, we need him to lead this week. Very interested in this line-out. I think um, I think Quinnies have got a little tell here that they've just got to watch. We'll just see what happens here. Well, they've got Akawala Laula. That's number four, number four throw there, I reckon. And that one called not straight. And you can ask me how I know that if you want. <laughs> Let us know, Gregor. The tell's on the number six and where he stands. If he if ball's going to number two, he'll actually stand about half a metre out of the line and then join it. If he joins the line, it's going over two. All right. Are you going to go down the huddle at half time? And well, it, it makes he as you would know, he is the scrum doctor. Has been for many a year. Well, I, I just didn't know he read line outs as well. Well, uh, he is the scrum doctor, so surely, surely he would be able to adequately uh, decipher the line out signalling as well. You would hope so. So the scrum on the 10-metre line. 10 minutes remaining first half. Campbelltown leads at 7-0 full of good services. I'm Mike Sheen. That's Gregor McKenzie and Max Waitford with me for the call. Macarthur Sports Radio bringing you the action. Camden and Campbelltown from Wire Lane. Here's a chance for the Rams down the outside. Kick over the top. A little grubber kick towards the try line and it'll be taken into touch by the Harlequins. Camden with the line out, five metres out. Here's a chance for the home side. Excellent rugby. Uh, wide balls running straight. A nice little chip in behind by Ethan. Uh, looking good early. Uh, looking good with the ball, I should say, not early. Yeah, keen to see Camden take it on here. So the throw coming from Lockie Freehan. This time down the middle. Referee says all fair. They peel and drive inside the five-metre line. Can they post points before the break? They've got numbers to the left-hand side. They slow it down. Black goes short. Get it out and shift it. <coughs> they don't have the numbers on the left-hand side. He's over, though. It's a try to the Rams. 7-5. Ioani Loafu, Lama. Well, well done, Lama. Luafutu gets the try on 32 minutes, it's 7-5. Camden trails Campbelltown with a kick to come from in front full of good services. Gregor McKenzie. Well, that, I mean, that was great from the forwards there and uh, and you'd, uh, you'd back him to kick it from here. Jesus, Richard Old could kick it from here. <laughs> I've just been having a look up to the left-hand side and I, this is a fantastic thing from Cannon Rugby. 
They've actually uh, they've actually got a disability section <laughs> here this afternoon. And you can see uh, there the man with the kerosene-powered hip, Mr. Oh. Angus Legood. And how uh, are those circles going, Gregor? Oh, mate, he got pulled over the other day yeah. out of Cannon Park. Yeah. Security out there just checking on on things, and here he was. Doing, circle work. doing circuit work. Circle work. He said, mate, I'm just going for a walk. <laughs> Let him off with a stern warning. Yes. So Midson from in front to level it. It's a low, flat, straight kick. We're level at seven with seven minutes to the break. Not only are we going, well, I actually don't know where he is at the moment, but uh, and he hasn't commented, so please, Jack, if you're out there, mate, throw us a throw us a, a g'day. Yes. But I have it on good authority that uh, Jack Singleton is uh, is actually listening into the broadcast oh, today. Oh, well, welcome aboard. Welcome, Jack. Avid footy fan. So the restart. Taken there by Camden. I'll switch it to the short side left. Trying to create some space, but the touchline was too close. And that is uh, wearing number 12 for Camden today. That is Pat Deer, the new recruit from so, Taranaki. Not ah, Greg yes. Dunn. So. Okay, so done out. And uh, Beer in 12. Quinn's in no hurry to get to this line out. No, the referee actually stopped it. I think we've got a... I think we've had a replacement. As we mentioned last week, Pat Beer from the amber and black to the yellow and black of Camden Rugby. The Rams driving forward towards halfway and over. Six minutes remaining in the first. We're level at seven in the derby. Rams are on the charge towards half time. They're 10 metres inside Campbelltown Territory. The crowd calling for a penalty, not getting it on this occasion. Black at the base of the ruck on the 10. No runners there for Camden. That's disappointing. They really need to provide some options here. Campbelltown trying to clean out. Referee says all fair. Camden have it. Pick and drive for a couple of metres. Don't know if for mine if he came in through the gate there. Well, the referee's oh, found a quick penalty. tap and go. Midson inside the 22. Lafayette to beat. Shows him the outside and says, I'll take five. Rams lead it before the break. Michael Midson take a bow. Well, he took a quick squeeze there. He saw that everyone except the Quinnings fullback was offside and away he went. They couldn't touch him. He's a very good footballer. Uh, mate, great vision there. That's all you could say. Tell you what, that started really Jack Dolan straight up the centre. Some hard yards, broke the line, and, and everything rolled from there. So the Rams lead for the first time in the derby. Five minutes remaining first half. Those comments coming for Forte Financial Services, along with F2 Sportswear and the Beer Shed, Holly Lee Road Lemire, who bring you MacArthur Sports Radio in 2020. Gregor, you're all over the socials. What's happening out there? Oh, mate, we've got Frank Hicks in there. He's uh, he's Jean the uh, the Cannon Fords up. He wants them to have a bit more of a go. They've certainly come on probably in the last 10 minutes there. Uh, Anthony Butchers wants to know if I read cards as well. We've got, <laughs> we've got Stuart Hosey in there. 
And uh, Peter White, of course, Mickey Chapman. He's just called great vision there and absolutely bang on the money there, Mick. That's exactly what it was. Saw Dane Kelly there, Sam Woods, Stewie Hosey. We could make up a decent, uh, decent second or third grade team here. I <laughs> You're getting excited, Maxie. Oh, I wouldn't Get be optimistic and say we've got a first grade team. I was going to say, are the Roman Sandals coming out, are they? Conversion attempt is unsuccessful, remains 12-7 Camden. Well, the king of third grade, Maxie, so. This is where Camden needs to just be a little bit careful. Make sure they get around this ball, secure it. And they probably want to play position here. The restart goes deep. Taken by, looks like the top knot there, Carly Payne. About 10 metres short of the 10 metre line, if you know what I mean. Straight through Camden, once again, down the right-hand side, ball out the back, pop back, referee says play on. I think the Harlequins... Have the ball. Have the ball, they do. Just on halfway. Osliera there from the home side. Leading by five, three to the break. Now their defensive line needs to stand up. Let's see what the home side have before half time. There's the counter ruck coming in. Referee playing advantage for the Harlequins though. There's Akawala Laula with a good old fashioned don't argue. Straight up the middle he goes. Penalty advantage and there's the penalty coming in from the side. As I said, this is where Cameron needs to be careful. Two and a half minutes left to go, and Quinnies aren't going to just uh, calmly play out the end of the first half here. Hope you're enjoying the coverage wherever you are via MacArthur Sports Radio, Camden Rugby Facebook, and Clutch TV. All options open today, radio and TV, bringing you Illawarra Rugby. The Illawarra Rugby Premiership for 2020. Playing a nine-round season for those who aren't familiar with it. This is round five. The Rams looking to break their dark. The Harlequins, only the one loss this season. Another line-out throw just outside the 22. It's a good throw to the top. As they drive now, the rolling mall comes to ground. About 15 metres out. They set it back to the open side right. That's Ben Miafua. And Better referee finds a penalty there. to the Rams. Good defence by Camden. I think that was Tim Black or, or Timmy Windle or Ben Black there, the, um, the old schoolmates from Chevalier College. So, Mike, if it's a five-round competition... Nine rounds. Nine rounds, sorry. That would mean in one minute, 20 seconds, we'll be at exactly the, at halfway, the halfway point, point in the competition. You would be right. So the throw about 30 metres out. Won by the Rams eventually, but we've got a short arm free to the, the Rams by the looks of it. I think you'll find that one was for two straight. <laughs> Just over-adjusting there slightly. Yeah, well, better to overcompensate. 
We're just watching a little bit of uh, Maxi over your left shoulder here. Oh, we've got the former Wallaby, former Leicester Tiger, former oh. New South Warrior I was about to say, and don't forget that one. And I'd, I'd suggest current Western Sydney 2 Blue to Tafu yes. Pilotu now. Yeah, Taf uh, posing for a couple of photos with uh, El Presidente, oh, no less. Richard Old, among others. And one of Cameron's greatest, Toby Searle. Oh, well. Wow. From the famous Searle factory. Seems appropriate there together. Yeah, well, it would. <laughs> they would have so much in common, that, that trio. I think Taf played the other week with... Uh, Two Blues, I'm not sure. He wasn't on the team sheet today, uh, though, Not for he? today, no. No, they have named uh, Nick Blacklock as their starting hooker. As Michael Midson says, that'll do us, folks. We're going to have a spell. So, half-time here at Wire Lane. It's Camden 12 leading Campbelltown 7 in the derby. We'll take a break and have more in a moment. Stay with us. This is MacArthurSportsRadio.com, the MacArthur's sports leader. We'll be back with more action in just a moment. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. Glaucoma can affect anyone. In 1985, I came within an inch of losing my sight because of glaucoma. And up until that point, I had no idea what it was. Over 150,000 Aussies are unaware they have glaucoma because they haven't had an eye exam. Left untreated, it can lead to irreversible blindness. Don't let glaucoma blindside your future. Get your eyes tested by an optometrist. It could just save your sight. To find out more, go to glaucoma.org.au. Whether it's polo, playing kit, or an entire club's apparel supply you need, make sure you get in touch with the team at F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered, including football, AFL, rugby union, and basketball. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for as little as 10 units with quick turnarounds on orders being completed in around four weeks. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. One little, two, two little, three little tradies, four little, five little, six little tradies, seven little, eight little, nine little tradies, all just got qualified. Get qualified, get that pay rise, get that promotion, or get your own business going. Turn your industry skills into a nationally recognised qualification through OzSkilled. Best of all, you can get qualified in under six weeks using their unmatched RPL support system. Secure your future today. Visit ozskilled.com.au for more information. All just got qualified. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deal for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team and discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. I love being a grandparent. Papa, can I have more red cordials? All the fun and no responsibility. Can I have more chocolate? Yeah, sure. Yay! More is better. Can we go swimming unsupervised? I might be silly, girls, but I'm not stupid. Always remember, fence the pool, shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, kids alive, do the five. Now, who wants popcorn for dinner? 
Over 48,000 newborn babies are born premature or critically ill, requiring specialist medical care each year in Australia. Miracle Babies Foundation supports families from a threatened pregnancy, the hospital journey and the transition to home. To show your support and help our tiniest and most vulnerable families, please donate today at miraclebabies.org.au. MacArthur Sports Radio is proud to support Miracle Babies. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. G'day, Steve. Morning. How was your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au. If your business is looking to break into the local advertising market or your current advertising package is not working for you, come and join the MacArthur Sports Radio family. With a range of sports covered throughout winter and summer and packages to suit all budgets, the team at MacArthur Sports Radio can tailor a package to suit your needs. Call today on 0490 403 933 or Google MacArthur Sports Radio or simply find us on Facebook. MacArthur Sports Radio, MacArthur's home for live sport. MacArthurSportsRadio.com We're back here at Wire Lane. Halftime in the local derby. Camden and Campbelltown and the Rams lead it at the break. 12 points to 7 over the Campbelltown Harlequins. As I welcome in the president of the Camden Rams and uh, social media superstar Richard Old. Richard, hello and welcome. It's becoming a regular feature for us. Yeah, g'day Mike. Thanks for inviting me yet again. Um, it's fantastic to be here. Great atmosphere at Camden. Once again, you boys are doing a fantastic job. Thank you. Um, obviously, we're in front today. Yes, a, a nice change to see the, the home side in front at the break. Well, uh, the boys got uh, spoken to at training, not by yeah. me, by others. <laughs> right. And um, they're fired up, and I'm, I'm expecting big things today, boys. Expecting well, big things. Let's hope so. Maxie Wakeford's about to rejoin us in the box. Uh, now, I, I suppose the, the obvious question, we're playing Campbelltown again. Uh, What's happened in the last seven days to to see us taking on the Harlequins again? Okay, on Monday we had a meeting with IDRU and there are a bit of uh, issues regarding um, COVID-19 um, issues between uh, all different regions in the area. And IDRU, IDRU sorry, asked us to come back and have a game against Harlequins um, and try and they're going to work out the draw for next week, uh, next Monday, I assume. Okay, so uh, at the moment, I believe Camden are due to be playing down at uh, uh, Tectars next week, if I've got it right. No, sorry, down at Vikings next week. Yes, down at Vikings. Uh, that will be should be a good day for us. Um, just see how we go today. But, yeah, hopefully, look, we, we all get a game of rugby across the board, I think across the state, even across Australia. Mm. I think we need to be able to do that. Um, I noticed... Uh, the other day, GPS football started up again. Yes, there's been some issues regarding that, so that's back underway or underway. I'm not sure whether they uh, got started or not. Yeah, they did. I was talking to a referee from an earlier game here between Northern Suburbs and uh, Western Sydney Two Blues, mm. and he was refereeing here. Then he had to go in, I think, to Newington to, for a game between, uh, I think, uh, Shaw and Newington. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's certainly good to see the uh, the top grade in town, the, the Shoot Shield, and uh, 
A great crowd in attendance. The the canteen line and the bar lines are uh, very long this afternoon, consistent as well. Yeah, it's a great day out. A great day for rugby in our area. Um, we've got the Shoot Shield sides for North and uh, Western Sydney Two Blues. Uh, both sides come here regularly um, for the, to use our venue, and um, and th th I've already spoken to them this morning. They're booked in for next year as well. Well, that's what that's already great news that uh, they've both agreed to come back and. Uh, and I suppose the other aspect also that uh, the match is being streamed on uh, on uh, Clutch TV as well. Well, that just goes to show the smiling assassin, Gregor, Maxie Wakeford and yourself, how good a job you guys are doing. Uh, I have got management that I can uh, deal with and line up. It's a friend of mine by the name of Jack Singleton. Um, he's currently at the hospital at the moment with his young boy, Billy. I think he hurt his hand last night in a game for the Clavelli Eagles, who are in negotiation with Camden to bring their side out here. Uh, to play against our juniors uh, in, in, the, in a classic match will be the uh, where the city meets the bush. Yeah, and that's certainly how it is today. Richard, we'll let you go. There's a million things for you to do, and we've got a game underway. As we see the Rams put a little grubber kick through, it's going to be towed through and taken dead. I think it's going to be a... Uh, big thank you to Dick Old and the rest of the committee yes. for putting this on today while Dick leaves. Indeed, and we thank Richard for his time. We'll just get everything uh, underway now. Gregor, I'll leave it with you. What did you find out at halftime? You've been uh, down in the uh, dugouts and the, the huddles. What did you find out at the break? We, uh, we had a bit of a chat to the boys down there and uh, both of, uh, of the Lethal Weapon team were, uh, were a lot happier at halftime this time round. Uh, they'd taken on board, of course, everything that, uh, that we'd said and, uh, and they basically just said a big thanks to uh, the commentary team for making them better coaches. So, um, yep, we're, we're just hoping, as predicted, that they keep, uh, they keep shifting it. And, uh, and I think we will see the, the Quinnies big side start to suffer a bit in this heat towards the end of the game. Well, that's certainly an optimistic uh, outlook for the second half of this game as we see a scrum only five or 10 metres out from the Campbelltown line. Campbelltown running right to left in the second half. For those not familiar with them, they're in the red, in the maroon, green, gold and white, uh, maroon, green, gold and black rather. Camden in the traditional black and gold. And they're feeding the scrum through their halfback, Ben Black. Oh, that's disappointing. Concedes the scrum, kick downfield. Opportunity here to spread it wide. Michael Midson with it. Decides to put it on the right. Peter Slipper drives it inside the 22. It'll pitch and bounce nicely for Caleb Lafay, who does send it back downfield. Midson waits for it. There's Ben Black giving it off to Farron Assisi. Farron Assisi steps inside one, inside another. Fends one out of the way. Good run there. Ball out the back. Been knocked on by Camden, though. From feed to the Harlequins. Four minutes gone, second half, no change to the halftime score full of good services. Camden leads it 12-7. Yeah, just unfortunate there, the front row or the forward pack. I'm not sure if they uh, let their guard down or what, but, but um, Harlequins just pushed right through them and lost the ball again. Yeah, let's hope it was just a uh, bit of a lapse in con concentration. Bit of unfortunate. 
particularly in the field position that they had. They haven't had a lot of that in this game. They really need to capitalise on that sort of stuff. So the scrum fed about 15 metres short of halfway. Etu Lola here doesn't feed it. They win the penalty, Campbelltown. I think that might have been for collapsing the scrum. Found out during the break the Tarfi did play. He was actually in the fourth grade team for oh, okay. Parramatta today that uh, went down on the bell. Right. Apparently too old to be playing high <laughs> grade, so he said. I was going to say, is he uh, considering lacing up for the ones on the bench today? Or his uh, days of playing first grader behind him? Well, you never know. He might like the area and maybe the, um, the recruitment chiefs of the Rams might be able to recruit him for next season. Well, no, no. you'd do a lot worse, wouldn't you? <laughs> do a lot worse than get a former Wallaby and uh, Waratahs number two to the club. Now let's see, speaking of number twos, Adam Steele throws to the line out. Probably a poor uh, segue there, but anyway. As we see Campbelltown just over halfway. Now the ball comes back, Parsi through the hands. Little inside ball, probably not the right option there from... Uh, Elijah Saar, don't know if that was the right play, the short ball off the hip, but they went that way. Now there's a good run out upfield from Taosoga, gets the ball away. Looks like the Harlequins have got a bit of spark in them. Lola here, good legs tackle, Michael Midson. That had to be a penalty for not releasing, but it goes the other way. My goodness me. Surely that had to be a penalty for not releasing, boys. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand how that, that penalty has been given to Quinns. No, nor do I. No, I'm lost with it. That was a fair steal by Camden. Player was on his feet. You can see Timmy Windle over there chatting to referee Harriman, trying to understand the, uh, the ruling there. And he is not the only one. No. Looks like the Quins will take a scrum. About 15 metres out from the Camden line and about 15 in from touch on the western side. So it'd have to be the 17th scrum pack today, I think, from the statistician. Something like that, yes. There's been a few of them. Plenty of drop ball. Still yet to see the number six for Quins cramp up. Looking forward to that one. Still a long way to go, though, Gregor. Over half an hour. Oh, yeah. Look, it's, Be a, patient. Uh, it's a dead set cert for mine. Had Wayne McNara drop in again. His special shout-out to the 1986 and 96 third-grade premiers, he said. <laughs> <laughs> that really would have been champagne rugby, I think. Yes. As we see the Harlequins. Saar trying to cut an inside line, but they read that like tomorrow's front page. Ten metres out. Lola here, trying to skip through the line. Now they get the penalty, the Rams. The football gods, as we say, Gregor. Yes, uh, our dear friend Mike Marino, obviously watching down on that one. Yes. He saw the, uh, the earlier error and he thought, I'll have to make amends for this. And subsequently, there you have it, penalty to Camden in their own 22. Now, just explain for those, a lot of uh, viewers today who wouldn't be familiar with the work of Mike Marino, just explain briefly his background look it, he is a bit of a man of mystery or yes well we believe that back in the day he was actually a man um, however he um, he transcended 
and uh, basically became the, uh, the protector and overseer of Camden Rugby. Um, unusual powers and of course uh, occasionally gives out medals for performances above and beyond the, uh, the footballing duty. Okay. Patron saint, I think you would say. Of, yeah, that was uh, the of, team that I had in mind. Camden Rugby. A patron saint. I think there's about probably eight to 12 awards each year. And, and uh, I think there's a lot of pride in Player of the Year awards and Clubman of the Year, though. To win a Mike Marino award is something else. As we see the Rams lifting in defence here. They decide to play on quickly five metres out from their own line. Little bit risky here for the Rams. Midson, can he beat the first? He does. The defence comes in from the Harlequins, but the Rams seal off nicely. Referee Harriman calling off the outside backs. Ball on the deck. And hear the crowd voicing their frustration. Evan D'Souza out there on the right wing. Advantage for the Rams. And now the penalty comes. I've got it 4-2 in the second half to the Rams, the penalty count. Camden certainly chancing their arm there. I think uh, the coaches would have had their hearts in their mouths. Quick line-out taken in at about the five-metre mark. Mm. Probably, uh, probably some question of whether the Harlequins player who, who then made the first tackle was onside or not. But it all happened very quickly. Yes. Interesting thing about Mike Marino medals you, uh, you mentioned there. They, um, they have a bit of an air of mystery about them. They, uh, they, in, in years gone by, they've, uh, they've just mysteriously turned up in a, a package right. with a set of instructions at presentation okay. night. What, what is rather unique about them is that often every year they will vary quite okay. a bit. And they can be large chunks of wood that have the double M carved into them. Yes. Uh, they've been uh, actual solid metal medallions. Right. Uh, with the M actually welded on. So there's no actual uh, specific form that these awards take? There is no specific form. However, I can tell you yes. of the rarest oh, yes. of the Mike Marino medals. Um, and I actually do not know of anyone who has one of these. So any of the listeners out there that actually did win one of these, they are highly sought after. They go on eBay for about 50000 when they well, do appear. Well, I can appear. imagine they would. But uh, the configuration was, it was a, a, a clear polyurethane disc and, uh, and embedded within the disc was the letter M yeah. in sheep pellets. Wow. That would be... And, and rumour has it, it, it was actually uh, Mike's own pellets that he'd wow. collected over the year. He gathered them himself. And Not only provided them, but gathered them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hence the value. Uh, well, they, they would be worthless, would they not? Pri or priceless. Hold your tongue there, Mike. Yeah, well, I, the, the value would be, you know, they'd be priceless. Mm. You couldn't put a, a value on them. No, no. Well, you know, when you've got the poop of a saintron, uh, patron saint around, yes. around your neck, mate. Yeah, well. As we see another knock-on from the, the Harlequins. The Rams have certainly lifted in this second half. A lot of Harlequins players down there, too. Mm. Feeling a bit of heat stress, I'm thinking. Well, on a warm day like this, it is understandable. 
as a uh, stalwart of the Cannon Rugby Club, Mr. Gary Howell, runs out the drenching solution yes. to the Rams. You'll see he, he ran out there with a good, oh, maybe 18 bottles. Yes. You'll well see a lone Harlequin water runner with one bottle. Yes. I mean, that's, that's indicative of something in itself, isn't it? Ford pack looks thirsty too. <laughs> yeah, look it, it's, it's, it'll be a warm afternoon. Yeah. Oh, oh, hang on, they've got the call. Out, out comes the rack. <laughs> the clown juice coming out in the bottles. <laughs> the, the hooker going to the water and, you, and they go straight past him. <laughs> yeah, we've got no, a, nothing we've like a Mike Marino award, though. I think will be um, from the sound of things this year. There's going to be a lot of. Uh, a lot of possibilities at the um, well. The mind, the but presentation. The mind does, but boggle. The mind boggles for this season. Does it not? I um, I only actually managed to procure one in my uh, in my football time, and it was a joint award. Yes. It was actually awarded to uh, to two other colleagues and myself that were commonly known as the Zoo. That'd be uh, Bruce Hughes, the koala, Gregor. No, not the koala. It was um, it was Craig Poulter, who was uh, known as um, just having a sticky beak down the sideline there. Sorry, um, Dave Mutton, who was known as the uh, the rhino, Craig Poulter, who was known as the wombat, and myself, that was known as as the turtle. <laughs> Quite a zoo. And and yeah, well, yes. Famous front row as well. As we see the Rams still a line out on their own 22. In front by five, 14 minutes gone, second half. An attempted charge down by the Harlequins. It will be a Rams throw. No, I, was, I was very proud to receive one award myself as well, and that was during a 2011 World Cup tour in New Zealand, driving a camper van around New Zealand. Unfortunately, we took, took, we took turns, eight of us, to drive this camper. And on my occasion, I uh, drove over the top of a roundabout, through some bushes, <laughs> hit a tree with the top of the camper, cracked the frame, and then ran out of fuel. I'm not sure how Mike saw it, but he well, saw that, that's it. The but word got around. Well, I mean, Mike is the patron saint, no less. So I'm, I'm sure he was watching down from on high. As oh, he's omnipotent, Mike. Yes, he's a, yes. omnipotent. Yes. And, and that, that's the sort of thing that Mike loved. Yes. yes. Camden gets a penalty here. The oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Number six. Is he... Did, he's, <laughs> yes, he, he grabbed the calf yes. then. Yeah, they forgot the salt at halftime. Oh, look. This has made my day. <laughs> Many people have come to watch this today. Fantastic. Oh, dear. Come on. Poor John. And they've already manipulated him close to the sideline, so it's not far to drag him off. Is that legal, that manipulation, Gregor? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, look. <laughs> maybe, he didn't, maybe he didn't have the flaky salt sandwich last I think night. He's in, it, yeah, or he's just gone with straight iodized instead of the kosher salt. Very important, the kosher salt, because it has, has a bigger surface area. Rookie error. Over the back, the throw taken by Jack Dolan. Advantage to the Rams. They're up by five. 15 gone in the second half. No change to that halftime score. Two tries to one in favour of the home side. They get the penalty again. And the referee's going to uh, 
Call someone out here. I think there could be a, a first and final being issued here. Or is he going to reach for the pocket? No, he's going to reach for the pocket. There you go. It's Tausoga getting 10 minutes in the sin bin. Four. Tell you what, that'll help our scrum out. He's a big human being. Mm. Yes, he certainly is. And he's been running solidly as well. Mm. What? I, I didn't see the infringement. I'm not sure. Maybe it was just repeated infringement. Well, that's what I'm, I was going to go with repeated. And that's another great kick from Michael Midson. Finds touch on the 10 metre line, western side. Wayne McNamara just commenting on the uh, on his Mike Marino medal, oh, which yes. was uh, uh, just a um, a huge steel washer. <laughs> steel washer. <laughs> Sometimes there are no words, Gregor. This is uh, one of the one of those times. I think Mike was hard up for time that year. I'm, I'm going to focus on the rugby. Nice hands there, Evan D'Souza on the right wing. Sets it back. There's top knot. Setting it back to Farron Assisi. The forwards pile in now. Ball comes out. D'Souza once again. Box oh. kick. Oh. Lovely. Midson. Midson got the bounce. Midson, can he get it down? No, they're going to call it up. And I've got to say, isn't number six looking a picture there for Quinnies? Can you see him? Where's Wally? <laughs> oh, there he is, sorry. Yeah, seagulling on the close side, of course he is. Do you think the kosher salt is hard to find over at Bradbury, over the other side than a Pangringer? It, it's hard to find anywhere, actually. However, a, uh, a good substitute is Malden Flake Salt. I think he's awarded the try here. I think Mitchell. he has, yeah, I think he has. Oh, what a great addition Ben Black was today. Good vision and yes. I guess he was there. Mr. Rugby, Michael Midson himself. He's had a cracking game today. I, I'd have him up there as uh, as probably uh, the best on, on field at the moment. He'd go very close. Yeah, certainly one for me too. He'd go very close to getting the best on ground for the Rams this afternoon. They lead it 17-7 full of good services. 18 minutes into the second half. We hear Gregor McKenzie and Maxie Wakeford for Forte Financial Services, along with F2 Sportswear and the beer shed, Holly Lee Road, Lemire. Proudly sponsoring MacArthur Sports Radio in 2020. There'd be a few boys over there cracking out a few kegs of Savo, I reckon. I'm certain there are. Afternoon to Jai and the boys at the beer shed. Conversion is successful. 19-7, the Rams lead it, 21 to go. And that was just like a rocket. More like an exocet, I thought. No, just a, never, a low, flat Yeah, never, never in doubt distance-wise. No. Straight as a die. Yes. Well, that'll lift Camden's spirits, absolutely. He's two from three today, Michael Midson. The, the Rams lead it by a dozen. Can they break their duck? Pat Beer, strong run. Pat Beer towards the 10. Set, takes the hit, goes to ground. And the penalty goes against for not releasing.
Yeah, so I was unsighted there, so I can't argue with that one. Yeah. But um, certainly been quick on the trigger with that this afternoon. So, I mean, the players know where they stand in respect to that. They certainly do. Kick finds touch about 20 metres out on the western side. The two blues off to our left. I'm Between the number one and the number two field, warming up. Waltz at the southern end. Currently unsighted here because some big buff head in an orange jacket is standing in front of me. Oh, that's a little better. <laughs> Throw goes to the back, easily taken. Lola here. Parsi out wide. Elijah Saar. In fact, that's uh, the number eight in Tapu Elu Elu. Sets it back, 15 out. Quinn's on the charge. Olawaga. Alex Olawaga to within a dozen. And closing. Rams will need to lift here if they're to hold on. Low defence around the legs, that's what we need. There's several bodies in there of black and gold. Referee says ball is fair. Advantage Camden for a knock on. So they've done well here, the Rams. And this is about the third time we've seen them down on their line mm. and, uh, and effectively defend against the Quins, which is something that just wasn't happening last week. No. Was a major issue last week, but this week they've uh, certainly got a strong resolve. Uh, Mr. Harriman's changed his call here. Not sure what for. Yeah. We'll have a look at the replay here for the beer shed, and it looks like he's got a word from the assistant on the far side. Yeah, got a word from the assistant on the far side who has come to the day for the visitors. So it's 19-7 with 18-23 remaining here at Wire Lane. And I'd say Quinnies will take the scrum here. Even with the, uh, yeah, even with the man in the bin. Just had to double check he was still on the sideline, he is. Yeah, North's down at the southern end, warming up. Some big boys there as well, very fit. Yes. Uh, looking... Very much looking forward to the main game this afternoon. Likewise. Likewise. Can't wait to see this shoot shield game. And Gregor, you must be relieved that our broadcast position is uh, virtually in our usual position and not uh, on high today. Oh, mate, I, I'm, I'm quite a fan of the heights, Mike. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll tell you the truth. I was a little disappointed when uh, I flew over on my way here today and the cherry picker was not to be cited. Yes, I did note the cherry picker wasn't here. I don't know what, we'll have to talk to the big A about that. I don't know what happened. No, that was uh, that was a motivating force in me actually even turning up today. But, uh, yep, unfortunately, no cherry picker. No. But we do have a beautiful day and it is nice to be on the veranda of this sensational clubhouse at this sensational ground in the country. Indeed we are. Just fantastic. I think we've got Pat Beers just left the field for um, uh, Lafaelli, I think. Alapati Lafaelli is coming on. He's okay. come off the bench today. So they've switched with Lafaelli. Great day in the skies in the helicopter, Gregor. Would have been fantastic. Oh, been. oh, the view up there was sensational. You could see for miles. I, uh, I actually did a quick circuit over Razorback Range. Yeah. Flew back down. Um, I actually had the chute ready. 
Yeah. I was going to parachute in today. But, that would have um, been a, on a day like today. How could you have not? I know. I mean, it would have been tempting to do so. Uh, the problem was there was a game on. Yes. I was going to land midfield anyway. I was actually going to try and land on top of a scrum. <laughs> now that's what you call up close analysis. Mm. However, uh, yeah, just decided to uh, to set it down on the helipad out the back and. Um, yeah, we got as a, tr we a see. try to the Harlequins. So it's 19-12, full of good services, with 17 minutes remaining. Too strong. Camden bodies everywhere. I think that might have been Hector Eluelu. Uh, Tapu Eluelu. With the try there. 19-12. Kick to come, maybe 19-14. Um, it's a real game. Grandstand finish. Mm. Certainly is. They're within striking distance for the bonus point for the loss, Campbelltown. Camden needs another for their bonus point for the four tries. I'd still like to uh, know what the uh, what the call was from the assistant referee there to have that. Uh, yes, I'm not sure. That overturned. I'd have to back him in, 100% certain he'll kick this, Mike. One from one today. Had a good day in with fact, the boot last uh, week. Yeah, he had a Straight down the middle, no chance of pushing this to the left. Only just got it away, but flags are raised. 19-14 it is, full of good services. 15 and a half to go. So what, what would be the message if you were able to send one out, Gregor? Oh, look, I think they've got to uh, they've got to play field position, and uh, and they've got to capitalise when they've they've got their chances. Speaking of chances, they have one now. Ball goes back. Rams with it. Eastern side of the ground. And I think we've we've got to keep shifting the uh, the big fellas around the paddock. That's something that I'd like to see a bit more of. Yeah, I'd like to see us swing one way and quickly swing it back the other. Yep. Get those lazy forwards on the on the uh, line side as well. Another penalty to the Rams, not releasing. Mr. Harriman's kept himself uh, a centre of attention for the TV game today. Hasn't he? Yeah, this could be hoping for the call-up into the... Um, into the higher grades. Yes, maybe into Sydney. Looking for higher grade duties. As we see Camden Electric take this kick. Yeah, they've decided to take the three here, Midson... Wanting the points would make it an eight-point lead, which would uh, force Campbelltown to have to score twice. I don't mind it. He'll kick it dead if he doesn't if he doesn't get the uh, goal. The and, distance, um, yeah. We should get the ball back, so I don't think it's a bad move at all. And he's kicking from about 30, 35 metres on the angle. Well, if it's anything like his last one. Oh. Maybe it'll burn the paint off the uh, off the goalpost as it yeah. goes through. Yeah. Can we send a warning down to Picton that uh, there's uh, missiles approaching? <laughs> it was low and flat. Uh. It has gone wide and dead. So they, as you said, they will get it back. Regardless, it remains 
14, Camden leads Campbelltown. Camden need to just stay awake here. Keep doing what they've been doing. Mm. Bit of a helicopter kick, only going about 15, 20 metres. Where's his support? No Come one on, there, and it's been Josh ripped Fee off up him. up the middle, but dispossessed. Now, Campbelltown. Setting it back, just outside the 10. That's the 10 in front of them. Their own side of halfway. Rams up early in defence. Good numbers. Kieran McCord again. I think Kieran's been very good today. Yep, absolutely. But that's what they've got to do. They've got to get up quickly. Get in their face. Don't give them any room to, to run. As they do so again, they're losing ground, the Harlequins. The Rams really numbering off the crowd. Coming to life here at Wire Lane. The first win of the season. Is it on the doorstep? As they look to spin it. But over the top, Lafayette. Uh, it's... Um, Baron Assisi, my apologies. Penalty for not rolling away. And another 10 metres. Disappointing they've got to wake up here, Camden. Now, if you're Campbelltown, would you take the... Uh, take the shot here from 50... Kicking from about 53 metres. They've decided against it. Has it found touch? No. Midson on the right. That's a beautiful curl. Back. They could throw in quickly here. No. I don't think they will from their own 22. Good, We've got good, a ram down chase. on good chase around halfway here. Sorry, Gregor. That's Kira McCord, I think. Sorry to say. Got a ram down at the back of the... Line out. I don't think the referee's seen it. Assistant on the broadcast side is trying to get his attention. I think he has managed to do so. Uh, Gary Hale's got the magic water. I think. Watch this, <laughs> gentlemen. I think a little bit of a spray on the hip the, the, and he'll the be The magic up. sponge. I, th I thought we banished the magic sponge to the archives. <laughs> so the scoreboard showing 11:20 remaining. 1914 yeah. Campbelltown trails Camden in the derby. It appears to be a lower back issue for McCourt there. Just trying to stretch it out around the hip flexor area, but um, they're attending to, uh, to the lower back there. Opportunity for both teams to get some fluids on board. I think there were 500 tickets sold today, uh, on sale today. I'd suggest they've sold them all, looking at the crowd. Yes, I would say we're very close to capacity permissible here at Wire Lane. Of course, uh, in these in these times of 2020, uh, the, all matches are ticketed matches. I know the first grade, uh, oh sorry, the feature game this afternoon, Randwick and Eastwood over at Coogee. Uh, that's a sellout already. Yeah. They've reached their capacity. Um, I don't know what the what the number is, but they've reached capacity well before Saturday. Ramwick on fire this year too, top of the comp. Yes, and the and the Woodies on, not having a bad year either, just quietly. So that'll be a, a one to watch. We'll keep an eye on that during the afternoon, along with all the other games in Shoot Shield Rugby, as we see the Harlequins on the attack. 
inside the 22 now. That's uh, Muliaga going for a good run downfield. Sets it back 20 metres out. Now the replacement forwards coming in and doing their share for the Harlequins. Only 15 metres out, 10 minutes remaining in the derby. Can they find a way through this wall of black and gold? The Rams trying to hold strong for their first win. They get the penalty. Excellent work. Is that Brady Miller again? Yeah. I, I, I mentioned to you off air, I thought the move to number eight for Miller was an excellent move against this Campbelltown pack. And it certainly seems to be holding true today. Yeah, I haven't seen Eunice or Grant Miller watching today either. So she had it, Eunice or Grant, if you're there. Yes, we'd love to hear from you via the socials. And another big kick from Michael Midson finds touch about five metres short of halfway on the eastern side of the field. Ten minutes to go, full of good services. 19-14 in favour of the home side. They get down to the 22, the Quinnies, and they just grow that extra leg, don't they? Don't they just. Good take there from the skipper, Windle. Flat ball. Forward for the Harlequin, for the Rams. Black. It looks like uh, Dolan getting it out the back. They've got numbers. Crouch looking for a little bit of space. Had the arm free. Couldn't get the ball away, though. Back on the inside. Penalty to the Rams. I, I was about to say, I thought they should have played the advantage. Some of the locals here agreed. And the uh, well, we've seen it the, all game. The, the Gucci's are out. Tend to go in the derby. Not sure. That was four, to be honest. No. And I would have thought advantage would have been beneficial to the Rams. Well, I mean, he's played a good advantage all day. Um, mm. I don't see any reason to pull it up when no. Camden's still going forward at that point in time. Yeah, I, I thought that was quite unusual. Thought that was quite bizarre not to see. Uh, advantage played. Good to see Nick Crouch running the ball. Mm. He's um, certainly improved the last few weeks and yes. looking quite the 10 well, out here. Here we go. There's a red card. A red card for Campbelltown. Well, we didn't see that coming. No. Obviously, that the assistant and the the head tradie have seen something. You've got to think that that's got to be uh, foul the play. The signal is a push. Not sure if someone online can let us know what happened there. Um, they're very... Um, so it's the 17. The 17, so the Harlequins will finish with 14. And we do have Colin Johnson on board, and we've also got Grant Miller saying that we're here. Uh, nice Mar to have you on board. And Murray Dom's on board as well. We hope he becomes a regular. And the referee says that one's not straight. Anthony Butcher's saying that he believes that that's straight from the Dave Brown handbook. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and Sons refereeing. Yes, Brown and Sons. Brown and Sons, yes. Yes, the, the king of the yippee ki yay <laughs> And Gregor, I'll, I'll get you to demonstrate later the chicken dance. Uh, my favourite of all was the, uh, was the reps. <laughs> when he... I think his personal best we counted one day was uh, 25 arm curls to indicate not releasing. Not releasing. <laughs> I think he forgot where he was and he just, just went into going. He just said, oh, I'm in the gym. I'm pumping them out. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm looking good. Going. I'm looking good. I'm surprised Mr. Brown's not back now that we've got the TV games happening. 
was partial to a bit of uh, a, a bit of glamour time, wasn't he? As we yeah, see, certainly had a head for radio. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, none of us up here have a head for radio or a body to match, do you we? You can speak for yourself. Oh, mate. I happily will, mate. If you look to your <laughs> right and you have a look at the big A there. Oh, hey, I we're, mean, we're, that's I, mean I, I even checked with the big A during the week whether this week was Ladies' Day. Right. Oh well. I mean, I had to check with him because I know. He, we would have lost the big A on, on Ladies' Day here at Wire Lane. The hard thing is you can't have Ladies' Day when there's a big day for the Shoot Shield. The big no, A's, that's true. The big A will draw a big that, crowd uh, on well, Ladies' Day. That that was what had me concerned. Yeah. And on that Ladies, I am told that the big A will be at the Royal Hotel from 7 o'clock tonight. That's well, Justin Assassin Lagood. <laughs> Penalty to the Harlequins here on their own 10-metre line. Six minutes remaining. They still trail by five. I think you'll find, ladies, if you haven't pre-purchased a ticket... Oh, um, it'll be, for, it'll be standing room only. It's, it's, it's already done. It, yeah. It's sold out. Once yeah. again, sold out crowd. Not not a surprise in the least. And we've got a replacement. We've got the enforcer. Aim and the enforcer, Brian, coming on. Um, looks like Kira McCourt's coming off. But um, that must mean Brady Miller will move in the front row. Go to the front row with uh, Brian going to the... Possibly going to the flank. Kieran's worked hard. He's played good football this year. He's had a very good afternoon. Mm. He'd be another one in contention for the votes. This is where Camden has to lift. As we say, Harlequins will attack around the rucks here. Five minutes remaining in the derby. 19-14 the score for the good services. Harlequins told if that's once they need to use it this time. That's twice, it needs to come out. They go the short side for the corner. They'll get there. We're level in the derby with five minutes remaining. Is that Hector, the number eight again? I believe it was. I've got a feeling it might have been the uh, one of the front rowers there. I'm just having a look on the replay for Forte Financial. Actually, I think you might be right, Maxie. It might have been the big number eight. Well, he's obviously uh, benefited from the uh, 10 minutes in the shade on the sideline. He's come out full of running. And there's your end result. So it's 19-19. Not Sicily, but uh, Wire Lane. Four and a half to go in the derby. Camden certainly deserve points. Got a change of kick here, which is good, Mike. Yes. The uh, replacements to put the try and put the Harlequins in front. As we see the North's boys heading into the rooms, kick off in the shoot shield only minutes away. I'll bring that one. To you on radio via MacArthurSportsRadio.com and through Clutch TV. A vital conversion attempt. Hi, he's got it. He's kicked it. The Harlequins lead the derby with three to go. 3 minutes here from Camden. Crowd coming to life here at Wire Lane. 
That's going to be hard to take. Balls the way of the home side. Advantage to the home team. Here's Dolan with it. Giving it out wide. Plenty of Quinn's defenders there. Advantage Campbelltown. Now you've got to tell me, how was that advantage to Camden? He's had his arm out. At well, the, for well, the knock-on, for the, the knock-on knock yeah. at Quinns. They've not made more than 10 metres. In fact, they've gone backwards 10 metres. I don't think he's actually signalled an advantage. Very inconsistent. Well, he signalled that it was knocked forward by Quinns. And there's full time. Camden win Campbelltown wins it. A conversion on the siren. And the Harlequins win it 21-19 in a thriller. Uh, Camden... Camden will be very, very disappointed. You can see them out there. They played played well. Probably the better team today. They went down the end to a hungry Harlequins team. They certainly did. We'll have to wrap it up there, boys. First grade is a knocking. We'll be back shortly with Norths and Western Sydney. Shoot Shield Rugby next on MacArthur Sports Radio.